Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. kicking Keith Noonan's butt earlier and then he had a freaking uh his wide receiver for the Bengals put up like 55 points something ridiculous so now I'm losing like it's not even it's yeah I went from being up like 65 to 35 then I'm down like 85 to 15 right now I got my balls busted because oh George didn't put in his tight end yeah I was doing grown-up shit that's what I was doing uh, Joe, could you just move his mic so I could read the comments? Just move it either back, forward, perfect. Beautiful. Beautiful. That works. Hello and welcome to the Freemasons Podcast with your hosts, Ray Warshaw Brother George Marjorie. Warshaw Brother Joe. No Kenny. No Kenny. No Kenny. Doing some stuff with his kids. He's got some uh, high karate stuff going. This is like the first time in three weeks we've been up here. Like, all of us. I know I did Lost Book of Enki last week, but... Yeah. And last week I had my... Uh, Colonoscopy? No. Oh, that's a, don't get me started on that whole thing. I had one of those things that was they it send a shitty, you in the mail. Was it a shitty ending? Don't get the Colaguard thing. Not only is it just an awful experience, I'd rather be knocked out and have things stuck up my rear because it wouldn't be the first time. Um, but, this time was unwilling, though. But they, like, they harass you. I've Since they sent me the kit over the course of, like, two weeks, I think I got, whoa, like, whoa, five whoa, whoa, mailings. Whoa. There's a kit? Oh, there's a whole... So what? You've never seen the commercials on TV for Colaguard? No. So in essence, they send you. Do we want to get into this? This is right what now? I get to look forward to. This in, is, this, in, this is what we want to get into. Right this is what I get to look forward to in fifteen years. Fifteen years. <laughs> Go screw. Go on. So they I'm send you. Now. So if you're under fifty, which I am, thank you very much. You don't have to get knocked out and have the full colonoscopy. They send you, in essence, they send you like a kid's potty. Okay. That you have to set up on your toilet. Okay. With a bucket that goes into it, and you have to poop into a bucket. Okay. And then you have to take this thing that looks like a mascara thing, oh. scrape the poop, oh. put it in a sample, screw it up, and then take this other uh-huh. pres- preservative solution, pour it in the bucket with the rest of the poop. Uh-huh. And then seal it up and mail it back. Poor UPS guy. I had to come pick up a, a box of my poop. <laughs> but it's like, I can't freaking do this. Like, I'd rather be knocked out and have things jammed up me. Men, this is what you get to look forward to when you're, what, 50? Actually, no, it's, um, five? they read, they, um, we'll do a little PSA here. You know, men, 45 to 50, they just changed the range. Yep. It used to be colonoscopies, 50 and older. But they uh, just changed the recommendation on the screening to down to 45. But a lot of insurance companies won't pay for the colonoscopy if you're under 50. Uh So they send you a 
box to poop in. Awesome. Yeah. So that was fun. I'd do that just to the people who don't like uh, who who are on Discord. It's like a freaking whole like NCIS thing I had to I do. Doing? I had to put on gloves. I had to put the Vicks under my nose. Like it was horrible. <laughs> it was like a freaking science experiment. I wanted to put on goggles too. I box up my poop and send it to my Discord people. There you go. Hey Jim, how you doing? <laughs> but it's, it's awful. But men, if you're 45 or older, please go get screening. Early detection is the key. Thank you. True story. Well, I'm glad we kind of got that out of the way. <clears throat> it was a shitty topic, but moving on. Yes. Uh, today's episode, episode. I feel like we're forgetting something. It's been so long. Episode 206, what to do if you have a lodge master who is creating disharmony in your lodge. Does it happen? Absolutely. Yes. There are masters that... Uh, should not be masters and there are masters who just i don't want to say that they shouldn't be masters they just were never educated in the proper etiquette of a master and how to run things because uh quote me i don't remember who said the quote but i think i've said it on here before that uh <clears throat> power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely and unfortunately in masonic lodges the master with the exception of a grand lodge pretty much has absolute power Am I right on that? Would yes, you, know? you are. So, uh, so we're going to talk about how to address it. If you, you know, if you're not a master, and this actually came through as a question to me. Before uh, we get into that, did you have any Apple reviews or anything you'd like to? Uh, I think I to did. Uh, that might have been the thing that you were forgetting. Maybe. Uh, I also have a lot of uh, YouTube reviews too, or not YouTube reviews, or subscribers. I'll get to them. I think I'll probably write them all down because there's quite a few. Because we've been absolutely silent for a couple of weeks i gotta write them all down and then i'll uh give them a shout out next episode but uh this time we have apple reviews let's cover them uh let's see here uh i don't remember where i left off um trying to think here do you remember where we left off not a clue now i did frankie the barber i know i did heath biker because he just said great information <laughs> Uh, BC99XJ um, He said I really enjoy the podcast Even though I'm new on the journey And as a Yes I did cover that one But I still want to thank him Irishman123457 He was from Virginia He's only 10 episodes in But I want to give him a Bad habit I feel like uh, uh, I feel like I've read this one But I'm going to try it I'm going to read it again anyway Because there's only one other than that It's information uh, Five star review Informative and understanding. Five star review. Hello from Ohio. We've been listening. I've been listening for a little while since I joined Freemasonry back in January of 2021. Absolutely love this podcast and is the only one I'm excited to see the notifications about being a new episode. That's sweet. Cheers. Uh, being a truck driver and traveling all the time, it really makes me appreciate you guys bringing up the subjects or ideas and talk about the people. Talk about that people wouldn't think of. Uh, probably referring to our alternate universes. I think I have heard this one, but we'll continue. Definitely recommending you to a lot of brothers I meet over the road. I ask for a toast to you three and include Puppet George. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, Aaron Nudemeyer. Most excellent podcast. Five-star review. Great podcast. It helped me on my journey into the Masons. Well, welcome to the suck. Uh, but anyway, for all those who uh, in the Apple who Apple review and rate us, will preferably review. If you can give us a five star review, we'll read it live and we will toast you. So, Mr. Joe, yes, sir, run it. 
Brother, right hand to arm. Two arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire could fire. Fire all. That's nice. Together, brother. Viva, viva, viva. All right. I think that's all I have. All right. Uh, I will uh, pick up on other things because I have a bunch. I have a writ down. Like I said, I have a bunch of things that... Uh, Oh, that, that I, I just the last three weeks. I mean, between me doing my DHS training, you running for marathon, Ken's I don't know reprogramming himself or whatever the hell he's doing. We've just been chaos. I haven't had a chance to really keep up on everything, but I promise for those who I haven't shouted out to, uh, I do, I'm going to be writing you down, and we will cover you definitely next episode. Will you be live another 24? What does that mean? Will you live another 20? There was uh, some rap lyrics going back and forth. Today is a good day. Didn't have to use the AK. Uh, Ice tea. Did you mess around and get a triple double? <laughs> Today was a good day. <laughs> Got it. So, so anyway, let's. Uh, let's go. Do you listen to the Yankee episodes? I have not listened to the most recent ones. I've uh, been here for a lot of the other ones, and the other ones I have. Pretty crazy. To. Um, but I think the last two prior to uh, last one that you did slow, solo. I was here for those. Yeah, we were, we were just starting to get into the flood. Yeah, last time I just finished it. That was a long-ass tablet, so we're going to get into the next one pretty soon at some point. But nice. today's episode, we're going to be discussing... Oh, let me get... Let me, that's where the question came from. Hold on. Let me read the question for you. So uh, I'm not going to disclose this uh, brother, but I'm going to uh, mm-hmm. just say uh, I got, your, uh, got your, your message, and I did respond. And uh, he's a brother from a lodge in Arkansas. Arkansas. He just said, uh, started, just started your podcast. Love it. Do you have anything on the Worshipful Master being overbearing, outberating, and belittling members? Uh, so I had responded back with, I said, oh, that's a tough one. Um, is there multiple people compla- complaining? He said, uh, unfortunately, yes. However, his term expired in December, yet his expectations are to operate things from the secretary's position if elected there. Don't elect uh, him there. <laughs> Yeah, um, I asked him, you know, as as Mason should do. Uh, have you ever had a conversation with him? You ever talk to him about it? You ever say, "Hey, man, whisper good counsel." What the hell, <laughs> whisper good counsel? And uh, he said, um, uh, uh, he resigned from his position because of the treatment that he's been getting. Uh, it's a precarious situation because our digest keeps members from com- campaigning. For office, yeah, that's that's across the board. You can't campaign, but you can say, Joe. You can just like put it out there. Is there anybody interested in these positions? Does anybody want to make it known that they're available to be elected? Into you can even put a, a ballot together. And um, it's not even you can even say, and it's not campaigning, but I am willing to serve. Yes, if elected or if if wanted to be master secretary, whatever, I'm willing to serve. That is not campaigning. Right, as and long I, as you leave it at that. Right, and I believe um, the way that the Connecticut Grand Lodge rules and regs are written is you can't campaign in campaign in open lodge. So there has been there have been times where mm-hmm. I've been to lodges where in the the meal before the meetings back when we used to do that, ah. they would they would have a discussion down there and say, is there you know if anybody is willing to serve at uh, an elected position this evening, please make it known now. I didn't think there was in our rules and regs. There was anything about cam- I think it, there's no rules and regs about campaigning or politicking. There, I'm fairly certain there is because somebody tried to throw it at me 
one time during uh, Lodge when I asked, really? is there anybody willing to serve? And they're like, you can't do that. And then I quickly read the reg back to them or something close to it. So I think there is actually something in there. Just saying, you, for, for campaigning or politicking, what they mean, and I want to be clear about being the difference between being willing to serve and uh, politicking is politicking and or campaigning would be vote for me, I'll lower your dues. Vote right. for me, I'll get us whatever for the lodge. I'll get you know, I'll get us this. I'll get us new regalia. Or, you know, campaigning in a sense is this is it, it, pick me because this is what I can right. do for you. Or really just going out to hey, I really want to get this position. Will you please vote for me? Like mm-hmm. that, that too. Um, we had a situation where a brother um, who did something extremely unmasonic, uh, and I'm going to keep names off the that's grid no here. Fun. He. Uh, he, he basically, in a sense, cornered the family member, I believe it was the wife of a brother, and said, uh, yeah, you shouldn't let him run for this position because it's going to consume all of his time. That shit will get you thrown out of a Masonic yeah, Lodge, a and thing. that'll get you tossed out. That's like anti-campaigning, it's, or campaigning against. Smearing, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, you, know, you, you can't do crap like that. Like nope. That's just no good, and that's highly un-Masonic. So uh, those are the things you really cannot do. Um, so uh, he, anyway, continuing on, he says, uh, I've reached out to him. He says it's a conversation. In, he, he said it's a conversation in person. I offered several meeting types. He has neglected to respond. So basically he's ducking out of having this conversation. I said, uh, have any other, uh, well, I had said, uh, I see you got to, uh, the way I see is you got two options, find someone to run against them or to read out to your Grand Lodge or district deputy and let them know what's going on. Uh, get brothers to join you in the conversation with the DD. Yeah, it should be some sort of an intervention. There should be. And I, I you know, whenever you're, you're faced with the adversity in your lodge or disharmony, the first counsel I would always give is, one, remember your obligations. Right. Um, whether it has to do with the piece about no contentions, um, whispering good counsel, you know, instructive right. tongue, attentive ear, all those things that you, you learn the lessons uh, throughout the degrees. So start there. Uh, after that, I think it's, uh, it's something that before getting uh, your district deputy or Grand Lodge involved, perhaps you, you go to the past masters. Most, uh, most lodges have at least one past master that shows up. Most of them have a, a past masters committee through my experience. And they may not meet regularly, but they usually do when, you know, there's a major issue or, or something coming up. Uh, as a matter of fact, my mother lodge has a uh, uh, past master Zoom meeting this upcoming Wednesday where we're just going to, there's no, no crisis or anything going on. We're just going to get together, talk, and uh, you know, figure out the, the future of the lodge if there's any issues that need to be addressed. And, right. and past masters should meet regularly. And one of their duties is to provide counsel and guidance to the master of the lodge. So if it's something that's creating a lot of disharmony, if it's something that's really um, interfering in the the running of the lodge, uh, the past masters are are probably the first group that I would personally go to and say, hey, how do I handle this? Or how do we as a lodge handle this? Because it's not just me. Right. Um, And and get their good counsel. That's why past masters should show up and sit on the sidelines and, and guide, not try to relive their year um but help help the officers out let them I only navigate see, this i only see one problem with that and uh yes the past masters are they should be there for mentors and teaching everything but understand that in a masonic lodge past masters have 
zero power. Zero. They can't enact or change anything that uh, uh, they can't change anything that that the master does. The, a past Correct. master, in a sense, is, is powerless. And even let's be real, <clears throat> as a past district district deputy, I'm powerless. Right. So but if you shit's were... hitting the fan, like I can. Uh, a master may take advice and counsel from a past yeah. master more readily than he would a. But he also could tell you to shit in your hat too. He, he absolutely can. <laughs> Um, but you know the ultimate power that the past master has, and and uh, any member of the lodge has, is they get a vote. Any right. master mason in the lodge gets a vote, and so we got two new guys joining in for the first time. I want to just give them a shout out: Andrew Colvin and Isaiah Almaza. Uh, if I spelled that wrong, it's part of the course. I, I think you were screw close. everybody's name up anyway. So, uh, awesome. Andrew says I never joined in live before. Just earned my third degree this past Friday. Hey, let's toast. Awesome! Them. Congratulations. I'm going to toast on my coffee. Unless you want yeah. the Glendale, you want the Glendale? No, I'll go with. All coffee. right, we'll go with the coffee. Just hey, careful, there, careful there's, when you slam it. There's some stuff in it though. Don't you worry. So, uh, you want you to do this? Right hand arms. Two arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Follow. Together, brother. Viva, viva, viva. Welcome to the family. Welcome. Uh, I just remember for as little as $5 a month, <laughs> you two can join Discord where you'll get access to our Discord channels. You'll get the exclusive interviews from Gang Green and uh, the Freemasons podcast pin, which is Gold Tone. Uh, all for as little as $5 a month by joining Patreon. And he also said I had five past masters at 10. That's awesome. That's good. Sometimes uh, these poor past masters, they... Uh, they take their degree and then they go on an extended Masonic vacation and they never come back. I never got a Masonic vacation. No, I did. I t I've been taking one. So uh, I think I'm taking one next year. Isaiah, hello all. I'm new to the channel. Commented on a previous video about joining and took your guys' advice and filled out the form in the Ohio Grand Lodge page. Thanks for the awesome. Hey. Thank you. Cheers. We're going to give you a cheers because when you become Master Mason, we want to know about it and we will toast you as well. And good luck on your journey. Andrew Colvin, oh, he gave us the, the rock on. The Ronnie James Dio. <laughs> Made Oscar, what's going on, brother? Uh, so let's get back into this. Um, let's just talk about masters uh, being overbearing and belittling. First off, that's no way a mason should ever act or talk. So uh, this is why it's very important to do your screening of uh, any mason that comes in the door because you shouldn't walk in the door to be a mason and act like you're uh, king shit, if you will. Yeah, and ultimately, you know, it's not only screen them when they come through the door, but, you know, while I do believe in the progressive line, I don't think it's an absolute. Mm. And if somebody is truly violating rule number one and uh, being an a-hole, yes. um, there's a good chance that there were signs of that prior to them getting to the senior warden chair and, and being in the position to be elected master of the lodge. Correct. So... Do yourselves a favor. If you start to see those those behaviors and those characteristics in somebody, talk to them early on. Don't wait until your annual meeting in the uh, you know December the election night and then be like, eh, I don't know if this guy is ready because that's going to create disharmony. Oh yeah, and you're going to be like, why didn't anybody talk to this guy? Well, we and again, I don't want to use names. I hate using names, and uh, we definitely don't want to belittle each other or drop names on people. We had a brother, and you know who I'm talking about. Uh, who basically came into our lodge and he, you know, was, he's a gung-ho, he's a good mason, uh, meaning ritual-wise and everything, but one of the things he'd said was, when I get to the junior warden's chair, I'm going to be a dick. 
And has he made it to that chair yet? No. No, he, he hasn't. pretty <laughs> much sealed his fate. You know, I'm going to be a dick. Like, that's not what we want to hear. That's not what Masons want to hear. So I'm going to come in and be a freaking, you know, be be an asshole to try to get what I want or get the Lodge to conform to a certain way. The best way to ever get Masons or anybody in general is by, what would you say, reasonable persuasion? Reasonable no? persuasion, but on top of that, the the. The, you got to smile best, so I know something's coming. <laughs> the the people that are the best at persuading others, when you make them think they came up with the idea, if if, if that's an art form that, that not everybody possesses, but um, it's one of the people mm. I work with who is the claims president of the company that I work with, mm. was he was a master at that. Right. He'd, he'd like put some feelers out there. And kind of like plant the seeds, and then somebody would make the connection and say, "Hey, what if we did this? Right. Great idea! <laughs> Let's do that." <laughs> but like he planted the seeds along the way, so that's awesome. Um, it's not something that I've always been good at. I've like, always let things been happen organically, but again, you gotta you get buy-in. When I was master, not so much district chair, but when I was master, one of the things I did was I would come up with a proposal or an idea. I would say, "Hey, why don't we try this?" And then, no, no, we can't. You got the, the huff and gruff from the. And I said, well, what do you got? You got a better idea? What, what's your idea? Right. You know, and I'm not saying it right. as a what condescending asshole. What, right. what, what do you think we should do differently? And 99.9% of the time, they didn't have an answer. Right. So, well, then, if you don't have an answer, my only logical, the only logical thing is let's give mine let's a try. It. Exactly. And understand that you have a year. An entire year. I mean, it, let me let me tell you. When you hit that chair, it blows by stupid fast. And I had two years back to back, which I was did, great. I did too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You kind of got you got yeah. sheep amidst the wolves. You got thrown to the <laughs> you got thrown to the dogs your year, but not by design. Not by design. But you know, you try things out. You know, I luckily had two years. Um, in order to enact everything that I wanted to do and realistically and again please don't take this as me toot my own horn but a lot of the things that I wanted to do I was right by the by the addition of Saturday meetings and changing the first Saturday from only going to third Thursday which we met once a month you're never going to get anything accomplished in one meeting a month never going to happen no you literally meet it's Eight hard times. to get anything accomplished, right? So I added the first Saturdays, and they were like, well, what do we do from the first Saturday? The reason being is because I had a pipeline to Sikorsky. And right. if you look, that's how many members of, of our lodge, lodge right, right now? now? Yeah, that's the lifeblood <laughs> of this lodge right now. Um, Which is a good thing, like, and it's it's worked out really right. well. So, But it was an idea that I had, but I didn't force it on anybody. I What I ended up doing is I ended up getting people to 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 see things the way i wanted to see and that's how a master should conduct himself is to keep harmony but get people to see things from his point of view it's reasonable persuasion is what you do right to actually try to jam things down people's throat no this is the way we're doing it because i'm the master you're doing one of two things you're going to disillusion your entire lodge to think you're a douche which might if be true in some cases might be true in some cases and two what do you think the next guy is going to do when he's elected into the chair is going to do He's going to go and reverse everything that you did. Right. You you want to, as master, if you're going to institute hey, something, institute something. One, talk to the other officers in line with you. Because like you said, you don't want to put something out there for a year, half a year, whatever it is, right. and then have it just disappear the following year. Correct. Talk to the officers behind you right. um, and see if it's something they're interested in continuing. Right. Because then you're automatically going to get support from them. Correct. Um, 
talk to your past masters. I, you know, the guys that have been around a long time. I, I, I always rib uh, worsh, right worshipful brother Ray Collette, uh, who is current potentate of Pyramid Shriners number nine. Um, I always rib him because he was the naysayer. He was right. the guy that, no, nope, we're not doing, no, nope, we did that before it failed. Mm-hmm. I would talk to him like a few weeks out before I proposed something mm-hmm. to get all of his counterpoints. So I had counterpoints to his counterpoints. <laughs> um, but occasionally, no, more than occasionally, he'd actually give me something that I hadn't thought of mm. that just by taking his idea, incorporating it into what I wanted to do. You amended what you were thinking. Yeah. And mm. it helped me. And I gained his buy-in. And right. you know, Ray, he's, he's pretty loud mm. and persuasive. Yes. He? You want to talk about the reasonable persuasion. He's loud persuasion. Yeah. Um, but if you get him on your side, he carries a lot of weight. Right. And he carries a lot of respect. You get him on your side, people right. are going to go along with him. Mm-hmm. If they don't quite know you enough to know your direction, what you want to do, but he backs you, right. you're in a good position. So right. involve people. Mm-hmm. I guess we're almost talking about how not to become that douchey master. In a but, sense, yeah. You know, so what if you're on the opposite end of that? What if you are, you're, the, you're the, the mason in the lodge, let's say you're a junior deacon, and your master is being a overbearing Napoleon, if you will. We'll, we'll go to PC. We'll call him Napoleon. Okay. <laughs> Figures you picked the short guy. Yeah, yeah. Hey! <laughs> um, no, but in all seriousness, what do you do? Uh, for me, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm in. It, it's tough because in that pos- position, you don't want it to seem like you're. You're you're going against the master's back, right? You don't want it to make it seem like you're having this little collusion thing. But you, right. I, I think it would be very good to. I, I do believe in what you were saying with the past masters. Talk to him, like, hey man, this is how I'm feeling. He's kind of being, he's kind of being overbearing. He's kind yeah. of being belittling. And talk to the past masters. Let's say, for instance, your lodge doesn't have past masters. There is nothing wrong with brothers having conversations outside of lodge to say hey man this is how i'm feeling right and getting a gauge of because you're in not a, trying to, to plan a mutiny you're not, not trying, trying to, plan to, a mutiny, to but, oust him or some coup where you're like hey this is how i'm feeling how do you guys have you come across this before how do you handle and it? and i put it like this okay how many times have i've gotten hot about something and i call you up and you're like because again you're the voice of reason and you're like no george you're being an asshole <laughs> How many times has that happened? It's happened a it's lot. It's happened a lot, but not so many recently. We, no, you've, 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 no, you've I've matured. definitely toned you've it down. Matured. I haven't matured. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, more so our lodge has gotten to a place where our lodge is pretty harmonic. Absolutely, with the exception of clambakes, but we're going to get into that. Oh, don't get me started <laughs> on that. Did you hear about that dog? <laughs> Uh, well, well, that's, anyway, that's, that's more, yeah, that's off air. That's, that's off air. Uh, but there are situations that that occur that that, <laughs> and me and you, I think, are on the same page with that one. But but I'm just saying, there's been we're not really in situations anymore where it's unharmonic. Like it's 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 pretty chill in Morningstar Lodge. Yeah. it's not what it was. You know, how long ago? Pre me, two thousand. 9, 10, 10, 11. I don't remember. A long time ago. Right. Um, it's not like that anymore. So realistically, I really got nothing to complain about. We also don't have a Grand Master that was a douche canoe either that created disharmony in the state of Connecticut. Right. So realistically, um, that doesn't really happen, uh, except no, for what Andrew Colvin said about the chili cook-offs. Uh, 
You know what? Let's let's talk about something positive since we're talking about competitions and and votes and things like that. Did you happen to see what happened on Thursday night on the face on our community page? No. There was a hair oh, versus hair. Yes, the hair competition. Yes. And uh, while it was a little close, and, and Ken for like maybe a, a minute or two had a, a slight lead. Um, I switched in the my end, vote. I crushed him. In the end, I crushed him. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even close at the end. So, <laughs> and I got some bonus points for the people's eyebrow. I yep. got some bonus points for the 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 excellent beard game that I had going that night. Um, but yeah, that that competition I won, and I, right. surprisingly, I didn't look away for 15 minutes and come back and have like 100 votes in Ken's favor, <laughs> like the chili cook-off. <laughs> John Gates, cheater. Cheater, cheater, cheater. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> but no, like a perfect example. You know that um, in this lodge, the mm-hmm. trustee thing has been a little contentious. I yeah. think that's fair mm-hmm. um, yeah, a uh, description of it. Right. I stood up and gave a report as the uh, the lead trustee the other night and said, here's where we are and here's the direction that I want to go. And I explained right. why and I gave them all the ins and outs and uh-huh. I gave them the, the recommendation of the financial planner. Yep. And people were like, yeah, okay, let's yeah. do that. And it was easy. Yeah. It was simple. Sometimes, you know, we, we people in general, people. you work things up in your head that you feel it's going to go a certain way. I can't tell you how many times I've worked oh, myself God, yeah. up into a frenzy where I thought it was going to go a certain way. I'm like, all right, I'm ready for battle. I'm ready to go to war. And then I get there and you're like, yeah, okay. And you're like, wait, well, shit. Why the hell did I get myself all wound up for nothing? Yeah. Went exactly the way I thought I was going to go. Well, that's, well, that or actually, the way I wanted it to go. That yeah. happened to me um, when my interim year as master was ending. Right. And prior to the vote for master, I had to present a budget for the following year, right. which we did at the annual meeting. And included in my budget, I was increasing dues and cutting stipends for the uh, paid officers' positions. Yeah. And I, I had a, a whole page of points, counterpoints, everything I wanted to discuss. Mm. And I read it in, and five <sighs> minutes it was voted, and I'm like, Awesome. I exhausted myself preparing for it, right. but and then it was like somebody just came and popped my balloon. And like, yep. Oh, yeah. So. You know what, though? On the flip side of that, though, if you wouldn't have oh, done... Oh, they would have eaten me alive if I wasn't prepared. <laughs> it's exactly I think up. they knew that I was prepared. <laughs> right. Um, so they lay off. They're like, ah. Uh, you don't always have to be right. You just need right. to be more prepared than the other person. Right. Josh McCray, I feel like the chili cook-off is the new polar. It is. We're going to keep that. <laughs> So what to do? And Josh McRae is the new messner. So what the? How about that, Josh McRae? <laughs> so what to do? Um, well, and again, getting back and what I would do is I talk to a mason just to you know outside of the lodge to just see if maybe what I'm feeling or the way it's be, the way the way I'm per- perceiving the master of the lodge, uh, and this goes for wardens as well. Uh, the way I'm perceiving it is correct because there's many times where I've perceived things and you've called me out and be like, nah, dude, you're, you're, yeah. you're looking too deep into it. Sometimes, and I'm not saying this personally to you, but, but sometimes it's you. It's not them. It's you. Right. So as, as Michael Jackson once said, start with the man in the mirror. See how I worked that in? You like that? Somebody, in, somebody listening to this right now is thinking in their head, hee hee. <laughs> You're welcome. And if you weren't, you are now. All right. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> see, you got it in your head now. You got it in your head. 
but so, while you're recovering, like, um, <laughs> you good? Okay. So, why you got something else you want to add? I was just gonna say, you know, <laughs> on this topic, I wasn't gonna add any more Michael Jackson songs. Please don't. Um, I was gonna. Never mind. Um, self-regulation is kicking in right now. No, but I was gonna say, if if you're having trouble uh, and you don't know what to do and you just can't come to, um, uh, you can't reconcile it, and it's you've determined that it's not you. Right. Um, you know what? One of the greatest things and underutilized tools that we have in Freemasonry mm. is traveling. Uh, Take some time, travel yeah. to other lodges. Rather than letting the disharmony in your lodge eat at you and turn right. you off the masonry, go visit other lodges in your district. Go outside right. of the district. Find mm-hmm. find that love of the craft somewhere else. And there's a good right. th- there's a good reason why the terms are in some jurisdictions. I think it's two years, but it's either mm. one year or two years. You can ride that out yeah, for a absolutely. year and like, give it a year. Go enjoy somewhere else. Right. Um, if, if you've exhausted all other options. With with that being said, in regards to uh, you know, getting together and asking another brother and seeing if it's just you, let's just say, for instance, he's like, yeah, man, he's, uh, he's being kind of a douche. <laughs> um, even then, I would say, hey, man, maybe we should talk to the wardens and see how they're feeling because now you're moving up the food chain in a sense. You want to talk to the wardens. Like, hey, man, this is how the... the, the the, the what we call them, the non NCO officers, <laughs> the, the the I don't know what the hell you call them, the junior officers, junior officers. Thank you. Yeah. This is how the junior officers are feeling. You know, they're feeling. You know, me, this guy. You know, we're feeling like this guy's kind of being. You know, this, our master is being kind of, kind of being an ass. You know, right. bring it to the wardens, and you that does one of two things. One, you're working up the lower order. Maybe the wardens agree with you. Maybe they don't. But the wardens that gives them the option to go talk to the master. Right. You have, you know, this way it's not, because um, the last thing you ever want to do is bombard Mason or, or anybody. You don't want to bombard him. You don't want to, the worst, I mean, you've seen the freaking show Intervention. Mm-hmm. The minute they bring that dude in the room and everybody's sitting in a circle, what's the first thing he does? Get all defensive. Flipped out yeah. and gets defensive. You know, if you get one or two people to, it may come to that now. You know what I mean? That may very well come to it that. could, but that's not how you want to start off. No, it's not. You want to come out the gate like that, but you let right. the warden say, hey, man, you know, there's a couple. And, you know, if, if, and you'll get the real, you know, as a warden, once you have that conversation with the master, you'll get a real feel as to who he is. Because the one thing he's going to do, he's going to go, oh, pff, F them. You know, if he gets defensive, he gets nasty, the writing's on the wall. But right. if he sits there and goes, oh, man. He might there's not even people, be aware. He might even be aware. I was going to say, people like, there's times where you've told me, hey, George, you're being an asshole. And I'm like, yeah. really? Like, I am? That's I am? Not, what? Like, I, that may not be what you intend, but that's how you sound. <laughs> yeah. You, you're, that's where I'm, you're, I'm not you're, saying you're an a-hole. <laughs> I'm saying you're acting I'm, like an a-hole. You're, yeah, you were kind of an asshole to that bartender. <laughs> am I? Really? Yeah. I'm not saying you're an asshole. I'm saying you're, you're acting like Right. That. Or it could be perceived <laughs> that you are being... You're kind of mean to that guy and his girlfriend. I was. I'm not saying you were an asshole, but you, you could, I could see how somebody could take it that way. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, no. But it's it's true. It's they true, may though. not be aware. They might not be aware. That's of why it. you always start with whisper good yeah. counsel. You're like, and wow, did I come across that way? That's oh, and the, maybe I maybe yeah. I owe somebody an apology. Let me go make it right. Right. Give them a chance to make it right. The other thing to do is. You know, and you'll also get a gauge right on that because once that master, if if he does realize I'm being an asshole, or being a, a creating disharmony, I don't keep using the a word, but he's creating disharmony. It the first thing that he probably will do is walk down from the east 
and come over and shake your hand back, like, man, brother, I'm sorry. I didn't right. realize I was I was being like that to you. I'm, I apologize. Right. If he doesn't and he gets more contentious, then you were right. Now you have a problem. You were right. In which situation um, you should get. That's a tough one. That that's you got one of two options at that point. You could sit down with the other members of the lodge, or stand up right in lodge, and vo- I mean that's what lodge is for: honesty, harmony, all that stuff. You stand up at lodge in front of every mason in the lodge, and you'd say, "You know, worshipful master, I've addressed this with the the junior warden and the senior warden. And he may gavel you down. I want to be clear about that." And he has every right. And he to. has every right to. And if he does, you sit down and shut up. But let's just say he entertains it. You stand up. You say, listen, worship master, this is how I've been feeling. This is how a couple of the other brothers have been feeling. You were dressed with the junior warden and the senior warden. And you air it out in front of the lodge. And you air out the dirty laundry in the lodge. And you don't close that lodge until it's done. <clears throat> a good master will allow that to happen. And a good, what a good master would likely do as well is put the lodge at ease mm-hmm. so that it's not necessarily on the official record. Correct. Mm-hmm. And you talk it out and you hug it out as brothers because right. that's the Masonic thing to do. If that goes uh, awry, awry. <laughs> if that doesn't work, um, what, what I would do, and this is my personal opinion, this is what I would do, is I would write a formal letter to the district deputy and I would get every officer and or mason who feels the same way to sign it and I would present it to the DD and let the DD pass it to the Grand Master and let him decide. Because I think the only person that can pull a Master out of his position, if need be, right. is a Grand Master. Stop yeah. me if I'm wrong. No, I believe you're correct. I think the District Deputy in that case can make the recommendation right. or at least consult. But Here is the problem with all this. And I understand that there are many lodges that are anti-Grand Lodge. Um, I do think that the Grand Lodge should be there as a tool to help a lodge. I don't think they need to get involved in the affairs of lodges, but sometimes they do need to get into the affairs of lodges. Exhaust uh, all other options exhaust first. Exhaust other options first. And make sure it's not something petty. Right. Like, uh, if it, it's got to be something pretty serious, bordering on a Masonic offense, Correct. if you're going that route. Like, right. let's, let's say... I don't know. Hey, Blaine, what's going on? He's making um, maybe the math. And this is all hypothetical. This has not happened anywhere in my uh, that I've seen. Right. Like maybe the master is making racial or ethnic slurs during lodge. Maybe he's referring to uh, a brother who's gay uh, with some derogatory term. Y- you can't allow that to go on. And those, like you said, borderline, um, they're, they're right there with the Masonic offense. But don't do it because, like, I don't know. I won't name names, but when I was senior deacon, and those of you that are Masons know the senior deacon sits between the master and the treasurer. Mm-hmm. Um, the master and treasurer, who happen to be cousins, and I'll leave it at that. They know who they are. Mm. Decided to engage in a flatulence war um, between the east and the treasurer, which I got caught at the crossfire of, <laughs> which wasn't very pleasant. But I'm not going to go to the Grand Lodge in, over something like that. In regards to racist and or bigotry type or xenophobic type slurs or, or conversation, that is something I could tell you right now. You ever pulled that shit in our lodge? You'll catch a freaking beating in the middle of a closed lodge. <laughs> yeah, no. We don't play like that we, up here. You don't do that. That's, you, that's you a no-go zone, and you will get somebody 
you'll probably catch a beat in this lodge. Um, now, and now the way that I would handle something like that is, <sighs> you know, if, if you were truly offended mm. and if something truly happened like that, um, I would stand up and before doing anything else, I would make a request to the ma- worshipful master. Um, can I please request that the, the lodge go to refreshment at this time? In which uh, case, you'll get your whooping because <laughs> we don't play Right. Like but this way, it's off the record. You're at right. refreshment. Um, right. And keep in mind, the other thing to keep in mind is keep uh, in mind the roles of your principal officers. Right. If it's something that happens during lodge, uh-huh. senior wardens there to assist the worshipful master yep. in opening and closing his lodge and, and has a lot of power. If you're at refreshment, which could be in the middle of a meeting or could be any time you're outside of the meeting, your junior warden has authority and jurisdiction over the brethren at that time. So, I mean, realistically, I think if, if, if it wasn't the master or somebody else who dropped a comment like that or dropped a statement or something along those lines, you'd be thrown out of this lodge and don't ever come back. Like, it'd be just that simple because, at least in our jurisdiction, if a master throws you out of lodge, there's got to be Masonic charges pending as to why he got thrown out of lodge, in which case... Once that came to light, you're gone. There's if he forbids a- you from entering, yes, he can ask you to leave and say, hey, I think, uh, why don't you take the rest of the night off and when cooler heads prevail, we'll talk. Right. Um, that's well within his, he can't don't force Don't stick around leave. after lodge. Right. Well, I had an, I had an incident. Um, <laughs> don't stick around after lodge. I had an incident uh, get- <laughs> during one of my years, as, I forget which year is master, but there was uh, some inappropriate discussion with between two... Uh, two brothers of the lodge and there were two officers right. and uh once i heard it i paused to like process what the hell that i just heard right and i immediately said brother junior warden how goes the hour you closed it down and i closed yeah. it down and i said okay everybody leave the room with the exception of a and b yeah and um we handled it right. and it was like it got it got squashed and it got taken care was of was it like in blood sport dog I was actually just uh, watching that Put, movie the other day. I love your hands in broken glass. <laughs> oh, that was Kickboxer. Kickboxer. Thank yes. you. Plus, Tong- was Kumite with um. Oh God, Chung Lee. The uh, Tong Po was the one who. And that was that's right. Kickboxer, where he was kicking the freaking the metal concrete, pylon, the concrete yeah. pylon, and the concrete. Tong Po, Tong Po. Remember, he started his like up here. Yes, in the, the, the Capoeira <laughs> pose, I believe it is, or it could be Muay Thai. One of the two. Um, but, uh, anyway, getting back, uh, back around to it, what, it, I mean, at some point you're going to have to get the Grand Lodge involved and then let them if make it. If it's that extreme. If yeah. it's that extreme. Uh, but, and I just want to kind of round this horn with all this can be avoided by simply walking up to the master as a brother and telling him, Hey, I don't think you meant to come off as an a-hole, but you're coming <laughs> off as an a-hole right now. That's right. Right. Just, Listen, hey, I man, don't think you meant what, uh, this came uh, off. Bad. And don't do it in front of other brothers. No. The best thing, and I've always said, you you praise in public, you scold behind closed doors. Right. If you're being a a uh, douche, if you're being a la douche, the man is a douche. Yes, you understand. Hey, man, douche? can I talk to you real quick? Yes. Come on, let's go. Yeah. You know, bring him in the back room. But okay, man, this is the deal. This is what's. I, I had to do it with uh, Worshipful Master Steve, not Worshipful Master Steve uh, Saxton. He didn't do anything wrong. It's just a conversation that me and him needed to have that I was red hot about yeah. a couple days ago, uh, a couple meetings ago. And we sat in the other room away from everybody else. And, of course, when, when a said brother came in, I looked at him. I said, get out. <laughs> you already know who I'm talking about. I'm going to continue on with that. Um, 
So get out. I have a pretty good idea. Yeah, the one that sends tends to just kind of pop up out of nowhere, just like in the middle of a conversation. You'll just see, "Hi!" Pops Hi. his head up. You're like, "Go away!" Uh, anyway, but uh, you have a conversation on the side. You tell him basically, "Man, here's how I'm feeling. This is how I feel you're being," and uh, knock it off. You know, or, or tell him, you know, can you please, you know, right. I'm taking offense to this. Taking offense to this. Yeah, I'm taking offense and, to this. And it's really bothering me and, and ruining my experience here. Right. I uh-huh. don't, the person's got to be a real a-hole. If a brother comes to him and say, hey, what you said before, you might not have meant it this way, but here's how it came off. I took offense, and it's actually impacting my experience yeah. here. I can't think of a mason that would be like, yeah, whatever. Suck it up, buttercup. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that would happen. Um, I can't imagine. I, I don't know of a brother that that would react that way. I, I, I know of one, but we don't gotta well, get into Besides it. you. No, not me. No, I'm oh, no. <laughs> I kid, I kid. I again I was pretty I you know, I had a goal, I had a plan, and, and one of the things I always did is I articulated what I wanted to do and why yes. I wanted to do it. I never actually just said, Ah, we're gonna add Saturdays and uh right. let's have a vote. I explained to him why. Listen, man, I have a guy who works in Sikorsky who is Working second shift, he works with a lot of second shifters, and you know he's he's. And again, this isn't something that just came out of the blue. It was Worcester brother Phil Miller. Yeah. He uh, he worked at Scorsky second shift, and and you know he he's oh man, there's so many guys at I at work that want to join. They found that I'm a mason. They want to join. He's like, but the problem is we don't have any. You know they can't make it because they're all second shifters. Right. So I said, huh? You know, well, how many guys are you talking? He's oh no, like six, seven. <laughs> what? Okay. Right. And what ended up happening was, you know, I brought it to the lodge and I said, listen, worship brother Phil, who can't be here tonight because it's third Thursday and it's seven o'clock at night and he works second, second shift. shift. Uh, he wanted, you know, he's got some people that want to be Masons, but the problem is, is that they just can't make the meeting nights because it's, it's on Thursday. So one of the things I'd like to do is I'd like to add a first Saturday. And, you know, everybody pointed it out. They, they, they all had their opinions. And the majority, again, these are older brothers, you know, that were in their 60s, 70s, and 80s. They're, they're, one of their biggest complaints was, well, it's the weekend, or Saturdays are a family day. Then don't come. I said Saturday, not Sunday, but whatever. I said, uh, <clears throat> you know, I said, well, understand if we want to get people into this lodge, you know, because, you know, one of the things was, oh, well, you see, you know, the lodge, we're probably going to be merging in because we don't got the people. Well, here I'm giving you an opportunity to, to bring people merge, in. To not merge, protect, not merge, preserve your charter. Preserve, preserve your, your charter, lodge. preserve the money that we had, you know, preserve, you know, who we are, our identity. And, uh, you know, you, you know, then they, they, they give me shit for it. But in the end... You know, even though they a lot of them voted against it, but the vote carried because of the people I was bringing in. You know, and what I ended up doing was I told Phil, I said, "Listen, I know that you know, it's we don't have the Saturdays yet because they're they're not allowing me to do anything other than Third Thursday, but can you get them to start be bringing coming to lodge? You know, take again, it's one. It was one." Uh, meeting a month can right. they take a meeting a month until we get them up to master mason and then they'll have the power to vote and then we can change and it. then we can change it and i ended up passing the vote by a simple majority of i think it was like six to five and uh you've been hit by you've been struck by smooth smooth bring it up to michael jackson stuff. <laughs> but these are the these are the ways you change it and, but you know for me i wasn't a douche as a master i just pretty much explained this is what needs to happen if we want to survive here. Yeah, it's kind of like what you did, what, Thursday? 
Yeah. Thursday. You just explained. Hey, this, this is what is, needs to happen. This is the work. And it's. I, and I think there were a lot of people in the room that probably, um, I didn't, most of them at this point have heard me like a broken record give the history of what's going on. Yeah. But I think there were a lot of people like, oh, my God, we're finally just doing something with this. Yes. Whatever you want to do, do, because yeah. we're finally doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, and, and they understood. And if they had questions, we addressed their questions. Right. And everybody at the end, everybody was like, yeah, sounds good. Let's right. do that. Because it makes sense. <laughs> and, and realistically, as long as you're, you know, I believe, uh, and this will flip this out to the other side of a master or an officer or something along those lines. It's all in your tone. Yes. All in your tone. So don't text it. You know what I mean? It's a <laughs> fair point. Uh, text it. It's all in your tone in the way you present things. If you present things as in informative and hey guys you know, we're a team we need to work together it's one thing if you present it as in this is our plan rather than my plan right it, it gives every person a sense of control or, or a sense of uh belonging if you will right you get that buy-in when you come across as a master who is this is my way or the highway this is the way we're doing it and you're going to like it because it's my year and I can do whatever the hell I want, it's probably going to fall on deaf ears and you're probably going to have a lot of pushback. And I'm talking about for the dumb shit because understand master may have absolute power, but every time you go to vote for something and you have the entire lodge go all in favor, oppose, and the entire lodge raises their hand for anything you try to propose, you're going to lose your sway real fast you're gonna get nothing done and ultimately it's gonna hurt the lodge because even if it's something that's that's good it might be a great idea they might even agree with it on a normal day but they're like no he came up with it you (laughs) in a sense yeah we'll do this next year and somebody else gets credit for it Uh, masters rule and go masters rule and govern yeah they do with regularity regularity um and yeah, you rule the lodge, you open and close it, but realistically, uh, you govern the the actions of the lodge and how they they're taking place during lodge. But uh, good luck trying to get money to pass through. Your will and pleasure only covers so much. Uh huh. And if you certain things that have to go to a vote. Yeah. Just uh, and and for those masons that are that, and in particular this brother that that fired this basically question in, or how would how would I handle this, or how would we handle this, um. Understand, let this be a learning. Uh, if this master, said master, is like this, make sure you don't be like this. Take right. everything as a learning experience. Yeah. Like, you know, if you have a master or, or a grandmaster or whatever position that is uh, ruling over the rest of them, if he's ruling over it like a, like a tyrant, if you will, yeah, dictator, um, just make sure you learn by that lesson. I mean, it's 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 good lesson to learn is you know by the mistakes of others right no i agree dad <laughs> what'd you say <laughs> i didn't care just joking around replay. just joking <laughs> i'll have to go back on the replay <laughs> i'll tell you afterward i'm just okay. being funny but uh um with that being said i think uh i think we yeah it's pretty well yeah i think that before we get repetitive and yeah or say something that we probably should talk about on the air right um yeah i think we, we cover it. again just a, the quick recap 
Yep. Whisper good counsel. Correct. Talk to the officers of the lodge. Talk to the past masters. Rule out that it's not just you. And then at that point, you might have to involve uh, mm-hmm. somebody with uh, with purple at your Grand Lodge. But right. exhaust all other options because you don't want to blow up a lodge. And you don't want it to blow up in your face where people have told you, hey, yo, it's not the master, it's you. You're taking it the wrong way. And you keep pushing and pushing and pushing. Then you're going to lose. Said it before. I hate eating crow. It tastes like shit. And you don't want, you know. Always check yourself before you check anybody else. Check yourself before you wreck, wreck yourself. yourself. That's damn right. Good advice. Ruling like a baiter. What does that mean? Master Master. Master. Right. I believe Very that's nice where he's going. Very nice worshipful of Greg Schultz. Wow. And, uh, Still has a sense of humor. Way yes, to go, bro. <laughs> brother Greg. Uh, Andrew Cohen, we're going to answer a couple last questions before we shut this down because we got uh, about five minutes. So if you guys got anything you want to pop in the comments, I'll, I'll read it and answer it uh, or respond to it. Andrew Colvin, not sure if you talked about it, but what are some of your ideas getting Masons who haven't been active recently back in Lodge? Yeah, I know we- you're wrapping it up. No, you're good. Keep going, Andrew. Uh, Ways to get Masons back in Lodge. I always prefer the burlap sack and the, the white van, but it says free candy. on. No, joking aside. Here's what I would do, and it's actually it's worked on me, and I, I know other people. It's worked for me. Chloroform? Um, no, I prefer. Uh, <laughs> never mind. Um, Molly! Do yourself a favor. Call that brother and yep. talk about nothing Lodge-related. Ask them how they're doing, how oh. their family is, yep. how things are going. Do they need anything? And end the call. No yep. discussion of dues. No discussion of, hey, when are you coming back? Uh-huh. No discussion of anything other than, hey, I'm checking in on you. I haven't uh-huh. seen you in a while. Are you good? Okay, great. Hey, it's good talking to you. You know, hope as well. You know, if you ever need anything, we're here. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Do that a couple times. You're going to rekindle that flame. Um, you don't want your first contact to that brother to be, hey, we haven't seen you in a while. Oh, yeah, you're coming back. Hey, by the way, you haven't paid your dues yet this year. Yeah, that's instantly. That's going to turn them off. Yep. Just go in, no strings attached. And then if they do start to come back, mm-hmm. one, recognize that they're back. You know, hey, it's good, great to see you, brother. We haven't seen you. Great to see you here. Go out of yep. your way to make them feel welcome. Get their input during Lodge. <laughs> and maybe, just maybe, Give them a small job. Hey, brother, can you help me? Uh, Tyler's not here tonight. Can you help me set up the lodge? Mm-hmm. Would you mind sticking around at the end and help me put stuff away? Yep. You know, just little things. Get them involved. Start small. And then see what happens. Oscar says free pins. <laughs> well, I know where you can get a pin for as little as $5 a month. And that would be by joining Patreon. <coughs> so, my, that's a good idea, Jim. My thing, and I'm sorry, it's freaking table lodges table lodges and past master nights to me because when you honor or even awards nights pin ceremonies and i know oscar's free being pins. funny but free pins one of the things we do in connecticut uh, and i don't know if ever this is ever jurisdiction but we give out pins for every uh what five years mm-hmm. we give a masonic pin out that says you know it's got the square and cup center five years mason 10 years mason 15 years mason blah 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 blah, blah all the way down the list and you actually tell hey Call them up. Hey, brother. Hey, just wanted to let you know we got uh, we, we have a, a, a five-year, ten-year pin for you. Uh, we're going to present it to you in Lodge on Thursday. If you want to come down, we'll present it to you. Um, we're going to do some refreshments afterward, cake, coffee, booze, whatever the hell, if you're a Lodge allowed to do booze. Um, 
We'd love to see you. Have come down. Right. We'll pin you and carry on your merry way. Um, table lodges. To me, I love table lodges. They are my absolute favorite because it's lodge, but not really. It's lodge with doing toasts, like mm-hmm. similar to what we Very do. Very similar to what we Very do. Very similar to what we do. It's uh, fun. It's Think festive. about I mean, I'm, Please. <laughs> Free pin. Still waiting for mine. <laughs> Oscar. Um, Rafferty. Bombard Rafferty. Bombard Rafferty, yeah. Uh, at Brother Raff. At Brother Raff on Discord. Um, but uh, anyway, just uh, getting back to it. What the hell was I saying? Something along the lines of... Table uh, Lodges. Table fun, Lodge. lodge yes, really it's lodge. lodge, but not really Lodge. You sh- you, you show up, you you do you have drinks, you, you laugh and talk, you, you hang out. That's what you got to do is you got to get these brothers to want to come back and hang out. I've never in my life... And it's a lot of fun. Laughed as much as I have laughed at table lodges. Oh my god! I mean, it's it's. I, there's been then times where like I felt like I had a full on workout because I was sore from laughing so hard. Oh yeah, it was oh, yeah. such a great time. We did one at Morning Star and uh, Morning Star, and one of our brothers, Mike Claverino, he I mean he went to go sit down and he just whiffed I the chair. Seen him in a while. Whiffed the chair and landed on the ground. And actually, I think I've said it before on this podcast. I wrote in the minutes of that table lodge. He he. Went down. he, he showed us how the law of gravity works like granted you read back you know 20 years from now they're gonna be like what the hell it's a table logic what the hell does this mean <laughs> he tried to show us how the law of gravity works. oh i get it because we can't write that he had a little too much soda if you right. catch my drift right. and <laughs> right <laughs> but the Masons will get a good laugh out of it in the future ages when they read those minutes. Morningstar yeah. hasn't had a table lodge in a while, huh? We shut it down for COVID. That's so. true. We, I, we were I've doing never them. been. Uh, yeah, we I've were never doing been them to a there. Morningstar table lodge. Oh, they're a shit show when we have them. Um, table lodges, uh, pinning ceremonies. You know, Christ, we're doing October thirtieth. We're going to be right over here when Santa gets his ass off the train. Yeah, we're going to be down here giving out whatever the hell we give out. I don't even know what the hell they're doing this year. Uh, giving out candy or I don't know whatever yeah. nippers to the parents. I have no idea what the hell we do. You know, and think of events too, like that are that are more family yeah. friendly. If you do something like a do a lodge movie night or something where they can bring their their wife and kids and you know offer some food, keep the cost down low. Where it's like, hey, we're going to start it at six thirty. Yep. This way, the kids can get home in decent bedtime. Right. We're going to have this and this. It's five bucks a head. Oh wow, family of four. I can go out and do something for twenty bucks. Yeah. You, you can't go to McDonald's for twenty bucks, right. and that's just ordering for me. Um, but make it worth their while. Make it something that's inclusive, mm-hmm. um, and then they won't feel like they're giving up something to go to right. lodge. Yeah, they could just work it into their their family routine. And you may see those brothers still only a couple times a year, but you got to start somewhere. Keep them active. Want to also add one last thing, and then I think we'll probably shut this down. But um, if you're talking about Masons who haven't been active recently, we can't forget about our older brothers. And uh, yeah. one of the things that I had done, uh, again, if I can kind of, sim- kind of, if 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 Seymour's here on the wall, <laughs> Seymour butts, and Nogatuck's here, right? Yeah. So Nogatuck's just slightly north slightly, of a couple exits up, couple exits eight. up, yeah. Dave Sorman, who is elderly, can't really drive at night. He lives in Watertown, so you have Seymour, Nogatuck. Watertown. Watertown's up there. Yeah. <laughs> so I went all the way up to Watertown just to get him 
to bring him down to Seymour to drive him back yeah. because he wanted to attend Lodge and had no way of getting there. And you have to do, you have to step up and do that occasionally. You gotta it step up and do that. It doesn't have to be the same that. brother every time because no. I know it can be. There are times where Lodge is over and you're like, yep. I just want to go home. Yeah, like, I just yep. I just need to do some. But especially when you get that one guy, worshipful master, stands up and asks the fifteen thousandth question of the night when you just want to. If you had a blowgun, you would just. Like right across the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no more questions. <laughs> ah, no more questions. He fell asleep. <laughs> Worship Master, you please proceed to close. But um you might have to uh you might have to go get a brother. Right. Bring him to the lodge. Say, hey man, because a lot of the brothers are like, Oh, I can't make it, it's kinda dark, can't see at night. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. And the best thing you could do is send one of your newer Masons to go get that brother. Because uh-huh. that car ride Yep. There's going to be oh, a lot yeah. of interaction, and you know, Masons, especially older Masons, everyone I've met, yep. they love to talk. Yep. They love to tell stories, and that younger Mason is going to learn something. Yep. Um, they're either going to learn something about that brother, learn something about the lodge they didn't know, yep. or at the very least, they're going to be like, wow, this is a cool experience. Maybe somebody will do this for me someday, and I'll be on the other side of this conversation. Yep. Okay. What do you say, Joey? Let's Think wrap it up. Wrap it up. Thank you for all tuned in. Thank you for our Discord and Patreon. If you've uh, been tuning in and you haven't, like, share, subscribe, YouTube, and uh, we appreciate it. It helps us out tremendously. Awesome. We'll be back Thursday? I think so. Uh, I should be here. I should be good for Thursday. Nothing, should be. Nothing that I can think of at this time. All right. We should be here on Thursday. We'll uh, come up with something else. Cool. Uh, I'm thinking the topic of... Uh, I don't know if we've covered it, but I think of new inventive ways to make uh, masonry degrees more interesting, if you will. Interesting. But let us know if you guys have anything in the comments. You want anything else you want to hear? We'd love to hear it. But uh, for the Freemasons Podcast, I am right, Worship Brother George Madrid, signing off. Worship Brother Joe, signing off. Worship Brother Joe. I'm kidding. Ken beep, beep, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Have a good night. Beep, 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 beep. Remember that tweet? I fly by here. Hey. Beep, 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 beep. Thanks, Oscar. We appreciate it. Okay. Night. night.